0: <laughs> <laughs> Akatar, <laughs> Akatar, <y'all. laughs> um, i am excited to read the second book excited to read the second I book i
1: know i know i'm not gonna lie i, I it. thought it was gonna end on more of a cliffhanger than it did
0: i feel like the way it ended was good if if um sarah j moss decided to leave it as
1: one book. Yeah, that's what I felt too. Mm-hmm.
0: But at the same time, there were other things that were like left open. Like um, everything we're about to jump into, for instance, it, it was just things that were left open that I was like, okay, can we get a little bit of closure here? Can we get a, like a little bit of- Right. Of what might have happened next What with Reese and, and Feyre and like things like that. So I was like, it was an okay ending if she decided that this was a standalone book
1: exactly and thank god it's not because we need more answers facts facts <laughs> so today we are going to be going over chapter 39 through 46 all the way to the end of end the, of the book. book yes oh girl fair got into some deep shit
0: yo li- literally
1: literally deep shit literally, literally the first task it's like uh, mm, mm. this girl i can't so I think where we left off was, um, with her doing her chores and rise or not rise. Ah, every fucking time Reese Reese. was like, (laughs) rye bread Reese was like, uh... (laughs) he's like, don't have her doing this shit no more. And, um, so chapter 39, She's basically like, I'm getting regular hot meals now, not moldy bread and water. Myself. So Mm -hmm. I'm being taken care of. Mm -hmm. Kind of. I'm still in the cell, but you know, it is a little bit of upgrade. And she says she's been in there for like, I think three or four nights. And then all of a sudden out of the blue one night, these high fae that kind of look like ghostly
0: almost. Yes. They're like shadow like. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. And they have like cobweb dresses. They take her out of her cell to a bathing chamber. And they start painting, like Reese's symbols, all so, over her body. Well,
0: yeah. So essentially, her because we all know that in the last last few chapters, um, or a ch- couple chapters back, she made a deal with Reese. So she has a right. tattoo of like swirls and an eye on her hand. So these um, these fairies that paint the stuff on her, basically, it's very similar to that. So mm-hmm. her tattoo is almost hidden in all of the swirls and all of like the little tangles and, and things like that. And I think that was on purpose. So I feel personally reading, I was like, okay, Reese did this on purpose because, um, he didn't want Tamlin to know just yet
1: that she made a deal. Cause I don't think Tamlin knew. I feel like I thought that at first. And then when he explained why he did it, I was like, oh, it was. <laughs> it was like so. If anybody touches you anywhere on your body where the ink is, it'll smudge. So I know where they've touched you. Yes. And, and I'll like, know who.
0: Right. And like the other reason. Okay. So they, they 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 take her bath. They paint her up. They put her in the most skimpiest. Oh my god! Of outfits is yes. the skimpiest dress ever. Basically, she turned
1: around a boob is gonna pop out. That's the type of dress. <laughs> That, or oh, that, and the fact that the, the uh, fabric is so sheer, you could see her nipples. You could see everything. She basically says yeah. that, like,
0: she basically says as she's walking, like, once she's dressed up and she's walking into, uh, I guess, the throne room or something, um, towards the, it's essentially a party that Amarantha's having, um, and everybody's there, and so Reese takes her as his date to this thing, and, like... She is like, I am in the most skimpiest of outfits. Everybody can see all my little goodies, every every little thing. And she's like, oh, my God, what is Tamlin going to think? Like, he's going to see me in this dress. I'm going to have all the, the um, what looks like tattoos and stuff that are a part of Reese. And then he's going to be able to see all of the stuff. That, like, he got to see before. It's on display for right. everyone right now. Right, exactly. And so, like, I get it. Like, I, she was very mortified and, and kind of humiliated a little bit. In like
1: Yeah, in, like, absolutely that whole, humiliated.
0: Yes, in that whole scene and stuff. And, like, granted, I understand why Reese told her about the tattoos. Like, or not the tattoos, but the paint. Where he was like, okay... You know, I will know if somebody, you know, touches you in any inappropriate way type of thing. But it also did twofold. It like also let Feyre know by the end of the night. Um, And we the reason we say this is because she also drinks fairy wine.
1: And yeah, he compels her to drink it. And she yeah, and doesn't she, remember anything.
0: No, it's it's like a drug. It's like being drugged. So like basically she drinks the fairy wine. She doesn't remember the night. Um, and the, t- the paint does twofold. It it lets Reese know if anybody touched her besides him. And it also lets Feyre know if anybody touched her besides Reese. So, like, she would know if Reese touched her inappropriately throughout the night. Or um, Reese would know if somebody touched her inappropriately. But it also... We, we'll we
1: get into it. Because there's so much that goes on. Yeah, we'll get but into like, it later. Because we don't yes, want to reveal it now. Exactly. But yeah, so he... He compels her to drink that wine. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up the next day sick as fuck because, you know, that's not for humans. Correct. And she doesn't remember anything. Lucian comes in and he pretty much is like, hey, listen, this is what happened. You drank the wine. He had you sit on his lap and had you dance for him. And I was like, oh.
0: Oh, she lap danced the shit out of Reese. That's what went down. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, but no. But this is what I... Guys, I just want to say, the character development for Lucian, as a character who, in the beginning of this book, did not care for Pharaoh. he was like,
1: fuck this bitch. He's wholly in it now. Yes, he did
0: not care for her in the beginning of the book. He was like, fuck this bitch, like, she killed my friend, blah, 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 whatever. Now, now he's going to visit her. He's like, yo, this is what went down last night. Like, he's giving her detail upon detail upon detail of what went on that night so that she does like she don't remember but at least she knows what went down and right of course her first her first thought is oh my god tamlin saw did tamlin see and like lucian doesn't say anything because like what is he gonna say yeah like he, i mean he could say yeah but right obviously
1: you know, he saw he's been in the room the whole he's, time
0: he's up on the throne room like the the what is it called the dais or the whatever dais. yeah exactly The dais
1: up, or whatever yeah
0: he's up there with amarantha of course he sees everything he sees everything
1: so. Right. So he pretty much yeah, he pretty much tells her that. And then we also learn, of course, the Tamlin Tamlin is not under a glamour. No. He's trying not to let her know what gets under his skin.
0: And that's geared towards Amarantha. So like he Right. He's basically trying to be very um. Like, trying to make it so that nothing bothers him, nothing makes him react in any way. And it's Mm -hmm. not for Feyre, and it's not to make Feyre feel a certain type of way. It's really for Amarantha, because the moment that he, you know, has a twitch,
1: or the moment that, like... The moment Anna Kendrick finds out that something gets under his skin, the moment she finds out that something gets under his skin, she's like, bet do that shit again exactly Exactly. so he can't have like any type of reactions toward that and she's like she understands it now but this this cycle of her getting bathed painted dressed up and going to the party and drinking the wine this actually happens for i think it repeats a couple of days or repeats for days or maybe even weeks they don't really say how long but it repeats until she actually is getting ready to do her second task. I believe. So it's a month.
0: Yeah, this is her second task. And it's a month. So basically, her tasks happen every new moon, which is Every month. month, okay. Yeah. yeah. So all of this, basically, at this point in time, at least a month has passed. So this would be a second month that she's been under the mountain, that she has, you know, been basically, like, tortured a little bit by Amaranth. Yeah. And, like, Reese you know, the parties and shit. Reese is like, all right, well, here you go. More wine, you know? And so she's been, she's been tortured. She's been drugged. It's a lot of trauma happening. Um,
1: It's a whole lot of fucking trauma. whole lot of fucking trauma. She she mentions that at one point she's just like, fuck this. Like she's so emotionally drained and physically drained. Um, She does mention, and I want to bring this up, one night where she goes to the bathing chamber and Feyre is talking to Reason. Mm-hmm. And they have like a um a little conversation. Reason is yeah. basically telling her that he saved Tamlin's life by saving her. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, I'm like, okay, well what's his end game here? Like, I doubt that he likes Anna as much as he says or acts like he does. Yeah. He's just trying to save his own ass. Mm hmm. Yeah. So oh <laughs> another name for this bitch. Oh my god. I said, um, at court or whatever, antidepressant has reason handle a fairy that, um, tried to escape oh, yeah. and she wanted reason to shatter his mind, but he kills him instead. And Feyre recognizes this as mercy, mercy. not as him just no. doing her bidding.
0: No. So you I was know thinking what? To myself, okay, but you know what he's else? involved. You know what else though? Amarantha right. also noticed it because when he did it, she was like, I didn't tell you to kill him with that little bit. I like sat there and I was like, okay, Reese might not be as attached to Amarantha as everybody thinks he is. Cause mm-hmm. even in that chapter where, you know, he does kill this, he does kill this fairy and he starts walking towards the back of the throne room and people start to part ways for him. They immediately like some, some of them, you know, are sitting there and looking at him. Others are like "whore." Amarantha's "whore." Like they're calling him her "whore," right,
1: like a bastard, a traitor, and yes, shit like that.
0: Exactly. And so, but it's like
1: it—it like, it kind of feels like you know he doesn't. I don't know. It feels like he has a—he has a different agenda, and he's does. just trying to survive. Correct. He is and literally just trying to survive.
0: Also, this time they made Sarah made a note of saying that. Before, he used to offer the wine to Feyre, and that was it. In this one, after he killed this fairy, he drinks alongside her. He's like, I mm-hmm. got to get just as drunk as you, and he just goes into it. So I think, personally, those types of killings are weighing on him. He is, mm-hmm. is starting to be like, all right, I, I really can't keep doing this shit. Like, This is not for whatever, which is interesting because, according to Lucian and Tamlin, him being the high lord of the night court, he's supposed to be vicious. That's supposed him killing is like second nature.
1: Right, but it's him killing for his own benefit. Like if somebody goes against him or if somebody's threatening his court or whatever, not at the bidding of, of this somebody crazy else. Bitch.
0: Correct. But the way that Hamlet, like as you said before, they were laying it on real thick. And mm-hmm. so, like, personally, I think that Reese. I think he is one of those people that is a soft person inside but has a hard yeah. exterior so yeah. it that's to me that's what I got out of that little bit
1: but yeah so we get a little bit more context about Faris. him yeah it's for he, Reese yeah. and then move into chapter 40
0: 40 yes moving into mm-hmm. chapter 40 we're on to Feyre's second task so essentially she gets there and I, I don't know how to describe it really it's like she ends up um in like kind of I, what I was picturing was like a circle type of thing like a um like a platform or something and then it okay. it being pushed downward and then her being stuck kind of like in a um like one of those ditches or something like that and when she looked over Lucian was there and like oh, the ditch okay. has like a top that starts to lever downward towards mm-hmm. her and Lucian um unfortunately <laughs> this task she has to this read. Bitch, I might she has to just, read. Holy fucking shit. This bitch has to read. Oh, Yo, damn. All I have to say is this task, Lucia was shitting bricks. He was like, just pick
1: one. Just fucking pick one. Was like, right. Ell. He's like, just favorite, please. Like, and it's so, it's so bad because it's like the, the platform that was coming down on them or the ceiling. Yes. Not only did it have giant spikes, it had like these huge red, Candles they were, heated. That were lit a flame. So not heated. only was she like burning under the heat, right. once it got closer, that shit was right. gonna penetrate her body too, and it was coming down like very slowly. Yeah. So when that shit did spike through her, it was gonna be a very slow and, and painful death. And this bitch was sitting there trying to like sound out words. words and he's like fire!
0: Lucia was just like, bitch, just pick one. And she's like, Vera, please. She was like the the grass. I was I like, oh, Farrah.
1: bitch. Farrah. Oh, my God. I swore. I swore at that moment. What's her name? I'm going to call her antidepressant until I find a name I swore at that moment, antidepressant was new. Knew this bitch could I not read. I guarantee
0: you. No, I guarantee you she somehow was able to get information because every task was geared towards something that Farah that she thought Farah wasn't good at. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, The first one being that she had to quote unquote hunt the worm, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially, she was being hunted. The worm was hunting her. But because Pharaoh was so good at being a huntress out in the regular world, she was able to flip that on its head and hunt the worm instead. With this one, this one, I don't think, I think Amarantha knew she didn't know how to read. I don't know how, but she must have.
1: She is fucked
0: up. Because. There's no way that you're going to provide somebody with such a simple task and think that they are not going to get, you know what I mean? Like, the fucking yeah. sentence sounded super simple. And then she, all she had, she had three levers. She only had to pick one. She just had to pick one and that was it. And, like, she had the hardest time <laughs> picking one. And Lucia was like, bitch, just pick one. Bruh, Lucia <laughs> Lucian
1: was like, I'm fighting for my life. man. <laughs> He's like, Sarah, please. Um, Oh my God. It was, it was really, it was really cringy. And so she's like, fuck it and goes to pick two because she's like two for me and Tamlin. And her hand, as she reaches out to touch it, her hand like shoots pain up. It's the one that, um, is tattooed with Reese's mark. And she's like, she the goes logic and it again, and it's like, no, bitch, not this. Okay, one.
0: but like, can we talk about her logic though? Because she's out there. She's like, well, one, Bruh, one for not me, not the one <laughs> then, then she talks about two, and she's like, well, two, you know, two is a nice one. No- me
1: and Tamlin, two. Blah, blah, blah. Right, and she's like, oh, oh my okay, God. not two. The hand said, don't pick two. One, maybe just myself. And it's like, bitch. The no. eye, literally, the eye in the center of her palm, literally narrowed at her. Like, is this really what the fuck you're doing right now? Yo. No, <laughs> that was so. So funny. she does say that she looks up and she sees Reese looking down at her like, "Bitch, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> so in the end, the hand
0: that Reese had marked, essentially, Reese helped her. That's basically what yeah. happened. So he helped her pick the uh, right lever. She pulls it. They win. Lucian is is you know let go whatever and stuff and. Farah is so traumatized by this event because she was so close to dying that mm-hmm. she almost starts to cry. And then Reese's voice appears in her head and he's like, don't cry. He's like, do not give Amarantha the satisfaction of seeing you cry. He was like, when you stand up, you stare her down. Don't you dare look at anybody else. You stare Amarantha down and you don't let her see you cry. He's like, you could break down right. after you leave the room.
1: So do not but right break down, down, down in front don't of do her, it. and she does. Yeah, she does, and she says later, like he doesn't realize it, but he helped. He her. saved her. Yeah, he saved her. Not yeah, only he saved did. her life, but saved her from having a breakdown in front of, um, uh, Marantha. antihistamine,
0: antihistamine? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah.
1: So wait, but girl, can we please talk about when they got back to the cell? When they got back to the cell, and she was crying, and Reese was like. Oh girl, don't cry. You won, didn't you? Oh, and yeah. he licks her fucking tears. He licked tear. her face. I was like, Ew. He licked her tears off, and she was just like, oh.
0: she took her her a minute." And then licked her eyelash like, I was like,
1: "You fucking weirdo! What the? <laughs> what are
0: you doing?" That, what what that, was that for? That to me was cringeworthy. That little bit. That
1: was so cringy. That was I was like, "Okay, Reese, you had me." And you lost me. <laughs> what the fuck was that?
0: Right, like I was all in it, and then you licked some some tears, and I was like, hold up, that's not a kink for me. I don't like that. Right, one. that's
1: not a mm, mm. That's, that's a no for me, dog.
0: <laughs> right, but exactly. I will say
1: I did appreciate I did appreciate the tip for tat in the end of the scene. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do appreciate. That I thought too. that was
1: really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it was. It was and a it was lot a of. It was good stuff. I like sat there. I was like, okay, yeah. bet. I, this is the reason I like. Let's not go back to licking tears. This this is the one yeah, I like. please don't
1: lick no goddamn <laughs> no. tears. No. Um, but that it's basically chapter 40 was really short. And so was chapter it 41, was. in my opinion. So it just goes right into chapter 41. And Feyre has pretty much lost all hope. She knows that she's not getting out of this alive.
0: No.
1: Like she is just, she's super depressed. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, or she, I guess she's, trying to figure out, like, what's going to happen to her, why she keep doing this? And on her way to the dressing room this time for the party, because, um, you know, she goes to this party every night, yeah. she actually overhears a conversation. So even the high fae that she's with, they hide under, like, a tapestry on the wall, and they hide her and tell her to be quiet. And she overhears this conversation about somebody. It's the, um, the... Ator. The Ator, yeah. It's yeah. the Ator, and then it's another creature. Yeah. And they're talking about, I guess, antidote, and her disobeying the king of Hybern. Yeah, <laughs> what? I'm not no, saying her name.
0: No, no, no. But it, it, this, this stuff was kind of important because, like you said, she She dis, she's disobeying the king of Hybern. So he's by very, being
1: there. Yeah, right.
0: he's very fed up with her. He's like, listen, bitch, you're supposed to be a general. You're supposed to come help me take over whatever war I'm fighting and here you are being petty cuz this, right, this dude don't And doing your own
1: fucking thing. Right.
0: This dude don't want to sleep with you and you like come on. Like you just you just being petty. You just being mad petty.
1: Right. So I was like, okay, first of all, who is this person? Yes. that's talking to the uh ator and also is the king of hybrid going to come and whoop that ass?
0: I wish. I wish he did. I really did. I was waiting for it. No. I was waiting <laughs> I was waiting for the king to show up and be like, enough. <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: Right. So that was the most important thing that I got from that chapter. Same. And she also asked the high fae that are taking her to the, um, the bathing chambers because the high fae are invisible, of course. Mm-hmm. So they take her out and in and out and in and whatever. But she asked the high fae like who was that? And they said trouble. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So we got another person coming into the mix. -hmm. I think so because it wasn't it wasn't Reese because she would have recognized his voice, and it wasn't Tamlin, so she would have recognized his voice. So I'm thinking this might be our antagonist for the next book.
0: Mm, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, chapter forty-two. My God. My fucking God. All right. Let's get into this bitch. All right. So. So Essentially, chapter 42, Farah is at this point where she's like, fuck it, give me the damn wine. I don't want to remember shit. Right. That's where that's where Farah is at. So she's willingly at the party with Reese. And Reese is over in some corner sitting down. He got some fairy all up in his lap, all up in his face doing God knows what, whatever. And she's by herself and she's like, fuck it, I'm at the table, I'm going to drink, whatever. As she's looking over... She feels somebody next to her. And when she peeps out the side of her eye, she realizes, oh fuck, it's Tamlin.
1: Right. Made- and she made smell him. Yes. She's
0: like, <gasps> this man has made it away from Amarantha. So he's standing next to her. And it's just a silent, like he doesn't say anything to her, really. It's just very silent and stuff. And then he slowly makes he, like, his way. He brushes her
1: hand. Yes. With his yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's like, oh.
0: It's the slightest of touches. And then he makes his way. Like, he moves away from her, makes his way through the crowd, but he tilts his head over to the side, and everybody and knows know that, this damn that tilt, tilt, this whole fucking <laughs> tilt, so everybody knows this tilt, and she immediately knows, she's like, okay, I got it. So she, at least favors smart enough not to take the same path. She goes a different way, but she sees where Tamlin ends up, so she ends up in, it's like, it's not, I don't want to say it's a storage room, it's like...
1: She said it was like an alcove, I yeah.
0: think. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. And it was and super gro- dark. Oof. It was super Oof. dark. The moment she gets in there, it's like all hell broke loose. Tamlin <sighs> and her are like on each other. They is at it. and Like, like white on rice, bro. Yo. And you got to think about this. So Feyre has paint on her. Tamlin the ink, right. is getting that shit all over him. Feyre's boobs are out and about. Like she was just like, bet we getting it in and stuff. And like they are just going at it. Next thing you know, there's light cuz the, this place was like pitch black. It was pitch dark. Yeah, there's it's like
1: a light. spotlight shining. Right, right. Oh
0: my god. So there's like a spotlight or something that comes out and all you hear is Reese being like, "Are y'all fucking stupid?"
1: No, he was like he was like, "You two are shameful." I was like, "Baby Reese." Yeah. Oh my god. And so, Reese is like, "Yo, bro, you
0: No, you legit need because to
1: leave. You need to leave.
0: <laughs> essentially, Reese is like, you're fucking stupid. You're about to give Feyre what Amarantha has wanted this entire time. What well, she put us all under the spell for. You about to give your cheeks away to Feyre right here in, in the fucking cove. Like, what? Right. What the fuck, man? And, like, he's just, like, saying, he's like, yo, you need to go. He's like, if I noticed that you two left, she also noticed.
1: So Exactly.
0: With that, he tells Tamlin, like, yo, you need to get up and leave. Tamlin is standing there like not shocked, but I guess just like stunned, kind of like fuck. Like everything is sinking in. And Sarah yeah. is just sitting there and she's just like.
1: Wait, so I have a question. Her boobs are still out at this point, right? Yes, her boobs are she's still standing out. Standing there fucking topless. Topless, yo. Just gone. <laughs> and like
0: she's like in the book it says Tamlin walks past Reese and he leaves. Reese? Goes over to Pharaoh and he's just like, listen, if you was really this fucking horny, I could have helped you out.
1: Like, you was just, right. <laughs> Yo! I was like, you, you, sir. You, I, oh my Yo! God. At this point, at this point, I was so conflicted because I'm like, oh, Tamlin, but Reese, but fuck you, Reese. Like, <laughs> he's acting Yo. like such an asshole. Okay,
0: so then here's another thing. So, like, at that point in time, when he says stuff like that, he looks over his shoulder. And nothing's there yet. But he looks over his shoulder and then immediately pushes Feyre up against the wall and kisses her. And then the paint that was on Tamlin appears on Reese. So at this point in time, Amarantha opens the door. And she immediately is like, oh, like I've been saying, humans are, are wishy-washy. They flip-flop. She says she loves Tamlin, but look at her in this, in this place all up on Reese. Immediately, Feyre is like looking at Tamlin like, oh my God, please, please don't think that like I, you know, after you left, I immediately just wanted to fuck Reese. And Reese is just sitting there with a smirk on his face, trying to seem like, all right, yeah, you guys caught us type of thing. Two things happened here. One, Amarantha's face seeing Reese with Feyre. You could tell she she was pissed. You could tell she was pissed. Then the second thing that happened was Tamlin also got a certain way, but to me, I like sat there. I was like, if she would have caught you and Pharaoh, y'all would have been dead. That would have been yeah. automatic
1: death. So yeah. And the third, the third thing that happened was Reese was covering your ass. Yes,
0: exactly. He Reese, did that, Reese's helping not because you he out.
1: fucking wanted to, not because he felt like well, he probably wanted to kiss her, but not like that. Right. But he did that to cover both of your asses so that what's her uh, fucking name. Uh, Amarantha.
0: Amarantha. Mm-hmm. Amarantha. Yeah,
1: that one. That one. Yep. yeah. <laughs> and Am- Amarantha. We get, oh, we'll look get I there. we did it. We'll get there. So that she wouldn't catch them and kill them. So Reese was covering your ass.
0: Correct. And then so at that point, after all of that is said and done, Reese is like Listen, favorite, I'm tired. How about, like, I'm tired of you. How about you go to yourself?
1: Yeah, like dismisses her. Like, bye-bye.
0: Yeah, he dismisses her. But later on in that night, he shows up at her cell. And he is like, she, like she's just kind of like immediately on guard. She's like, what do you want? And he's like, listen, I'm not here to fucking argue with you. I just needed to get away from the bitch.
1: I just, I just needed to get he, he, he quiet. Dead. He's like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> he's like, I'm sick of her. <laughs> Move um, to the Ritz. It would be, yeah. <laughs> like Reese is fed the fuck up. Bang. And this is where it finally comes to a breaking point for him. Because mm-hmm. like we've been talking about, we've been seeing him play the role of her assassin, play the role of her whore or whatever. Yeah. And now we get to see how much all of this is wearing on him. And no, he doesn't enjoy it. He is literally, like we've been saying, just trying to survive so he confesses that he hates antifreeze he hates her
0: listen and then the worst part is is this the
1: chapter this is the chapter isn't it where he explains um yes that his father killed tamlin's family yep and that is a part a big part of the reason why antifreeze is torturing him
0: so then with that being said we already know that amarantha and tamlin knew each other when they were younger So Amarantha took that and she was like, bet, okay, she kills Reese's dad and then decides, well, fuck it. I'm going to take the new high lord of the night court and I'm going to make him my bitch. And that's essentially what she does. Reese has been Amarantha's bitch for the last 50 years. He basically, he said, he calls it servicing her. Like he's doing something he really doesn't want to do with her and he knows if he doesn't do it his night court is going to pay so to be the high lord that he is he's like well i got to fucking suck it up and do what i can but what he did was he flipped it on its head what he decided to what he said he did was he was like i made it so that i did what she wanted so well that she even liked it And that's why she keeps him around. And that also makes sense as to why she got pissed off that he was all up on Feyre earlier. Then she also, because he did what he did so well, she started to give him a little more leeway. Essentially, I'm gonna just look at it as Reese is kind of a rape victim. And he, he basically, in order to survive his captor, he was like, I have to pretend that I enjoy this. I have to pretend that this works. And in order to get a little bit of freedom and a little bit of power, he had to be cocky as fuck and make it seem like none of this was affecting him. So this little bit here where he's like, this bitch is running me ragged. It's legitimate. He's like, I'm fucking yeah. tired.
1: Like he's over it. Um, I also wanted to bring up that. Reese again, we know, has been helping Feyre survive, yeah, because she's the only person at this point that can save fairy, uh, the fairy world, mm-hmm. and pretty much put an end to um, all of uh, what's her name's bullshit. So, again, I'm just confirming what we said the last episode, and I think that you said a couple episodes ago, he's the High Lord that the Surreal was talking about. He's I think so. been keeping her safe.
0: Uninten- Not even unintentionally. He's been doing it on purpose.
1: Yeah, he's, he's been, been, been intentionally helping literally.
0: her. Correct. Even yeah. though to everybody else, it looks like he's playing games. It looks like he's he's trying to antagonize Tamlin. It looks like he's doing all this stuff. In reality, looking back on everything he's done, he went about it a certain way, but he did it because he had to keep uh this facade up. He had to make mm-hmm. it seem like... Yeah, I'm the High Lord of the Night Court. I enjoy playing games. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing that. I enjoy making other people suffer. But in reality, what he was doing was he was just trying to protect and make sure that Feyre didn't die immediately, that she was still around, that nobody touched her inappropriately. Everybody knew that she was his, quote unquote, his plaything and right. stuff. Because Tamlin couldn't claim her. Tamlin couldn't be like, hey, nobody touched Tam- her. Camlin. Tamlin. Tamlin couldn't do shit. He right, do exactly. Shit. And yeah. Lucian, Lucian couldn't do the same. Lucian mm-hmm. isn't high enough to do that.
1: Lucian so is it, being fucking... <laughs> Lucian has become everybody's plaything. They just fucking throwing yo, him around like a rag doll. I girl. feel
0: so bad for Lucian. I was like, like, damn, boy. <laughs> damn.
1: Yeah, I feel really bad for Lucian. But,
0: so here's another thing that I wanted to make, because this was at the very end. After after Reese explained everything to, to Feyre and after Feyre realized that him kissing her in that moment... When Amarantha showed up, was him saving her? Was him protecting her and Hamlin? Right. So once she realized all this or whatever, she t- she basically tells him like, when you healed my arm, the bargain that you made with me, you could have asked for every week, and instead you bargained.
1: Yeah, she was like, I would have taken every single week.
0: Exactly, and he was like, I know. With the knowledge, with the smirk.
1: I know. Ugh. I this. love him, but
0: god damn it. <laughs> okay, so we move on to chapter 43. This is, um, it's already been a month. This is the final task. Oh, and God. And Marantha is trying to humiliate this girl. She she is trying to humiliate Feyre to the most. She really is. She's
1: trying to break her, her down. Yeah. Like, spirit, mind, body, and everything. everything.
0: And so, like, yeah. she puts Feyre in her old tunic and pants that were not clean so this shit Bruh, is stankin'. so she still
1: smells like feces and decay. And I'm just like, really? So
0: then she gets into the room, and at this point in time, after having the conversation with Reese, she's feeling the pressure. She's like, damn, their whole world rests on my shoulders, rests on me. I have to be able to make it yeah. out of this task alive for everybody to be broken free from Amarantha's curse.
1: Yeah, and whatever it is, you have to do it. Like, you can't. You can't back down. Or you can just solve the fucking riddle. But no, she's oh giving up God. on that. She
0: definitely has given up on that riddle. She's like, fuck it. I'm just going to do the tasks. Right before she's about to do her final task, she basically is lo- professes her love to Tamlin. She's like, I love you, blah, 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 whatever. Granted, we should have had this months ago <laughs> and the curse would have been broken. Um,
1: <laughs> Honestly. But right now,
0: she feels like this is the most appropriate time to go ahead and be like, I love you.
1: It's like, all right, bitch, okay. go off. Um <laughs>
0: So then the final task, Amarantha has these people show up in hoods. It's three different people. They're all fairies. And basically, Amarantha's like, well, bitch, you hate fairies. You killed a fairy, and that's how you ended up here. You're going to kill another fairy in order to get out. And so she basically tells Feyre, you need to kill these three fairies in cold blood in order to be released, in order for this whole spell to, to just
1: be gone I was just like oh you gotta be kidding me at first I thought that one of them was gonna be Alice oh
0: my god right
1: it would be so fucked but it ends up being just as fucked up if not more fucked up oh my
0: god when we get there (laughs) right so what ends up happening is Feyre is like at this point in time she's freaking out granted she's killed before but it's always been in a hunt and it's always for the need to to um live
1: not the need for right? speed like, the need for feed
0: right exactly <laughs> so she's killed before but it's only ever been um to survive mm-hmm. and this isn't that granted it kind of is cuz if if she wasn't going to kill them they she was going to get killed but herself but still
1: they're like they're innocent you know what i mean like they've sure, done nothing exactly. to her and it's right. different from her killing the wolf kind of in a sense Because that was a person that she Mm -hmm. was many, many moons ago. And she was like, well, if the wolf does see me, it will kill me anyway. So I'm still kind of defending myself. This is just outright murder. Mm
0: -hmm. Right, exactly. So she starts to do what everybody who ever goes through trauma does. And she starts to compartmentalize. She starts to basically go within herself to not feel or think about what it is she's about to do i sacrifice these three people and granted i might not come out the same but at least everybody under the mountain will be let out because the curse will be broken and she decides you know what? it's okay i will sacrifice myself and my dignity and me as a person for this for the greater good so they give her a a dagger or a blade or something yeah they have
1: but they have three blades So it's not like she's using the same blade. She has to reach for it, pick it up every time, and then repeat the action.
0: It is a mental torture. It's most definitely mental torture. So she picks up the first blade and she figures, okay, the hood is still on. I won't have to face this person. I can just do it and not think about it. But of course, Amarantha's like, oh no, you can't kill them until the hood's off. So the first fairy is a guy. He is immediately pleading for his life and Feyre is like, I am so sorry. And she stabs him. Then she picks up the second blade and this time the fairy is a woman and the woman is looking at her and she's praying and she's basically praying to the cauldron. Essentially, she's basically telling Feyre, just do it. I know that this is for the greater good. Just kill me.
1: Right. But she was like, literally, this is even worse.
0: Yes. And the woman is like, but just make it clean and quick because the prayer that she was saying was very similar to what Tamlin uh-huh. said for the one fairy that died in his yeah. house. Um so then she does that and she kills that fairy. We get to the last fairy Bitch. and immediately they pull the hood. This dude is
1: Tamlin. I was like, "What?" I was like, now, wait a minute, wasn't his ass just on the stage? Wasn't he just on the stage? But no, she had glamored somebody to look like Tamlin and actually had Tamlin kneeling in front of Feyre to be killed. I'm like, what the fuck? She glamored
0: the Atar, at- Atar, whatever the fuck it is, the Atar thing. Amarantha glamored that. And then Amarantha had the audacity to tell Feyre, well, you know, either you die because you don't kill him or
1: he dies and he's free like we determined he would be. And I, yes, was like, oh, exactly. bitch, I was like, oh, was you dirty bitch.
0: You dirty bitch. I was like, the loophole. Oh, my God. So Feyre immediately is like, I can't do this. Like, she's like, I can't kill Tamlin. Like, this is fucking crazy. But then Tamlin's looking at her. And she's looking at him and she's going through every memory because she's starting to think about what Alice told
1: her. Right. Like there was something, there was a part of the curse that they could not specifically tell her. Like she had to figure it out for herself.
0: Correct. And so she really starts to think about what Alice said. She starts to think about her staying at the manor. And every time Lucian and Tamlin were talking, the doors Mm -hmm. were open. And she was like, they knew I was eavesdropping, but they never tried to prevent me from eavesdropping. And then she remembers that there was a conversation where Tamlin and Lucian were talking, and it was said that Tamlin has a heart of stone.
1: Yeah, it came up twice.
0: Yeah, then immediately Feyre is like, okay, is his heart made of stone? Like, if I pierce his heart, will there be no blood? Like, she really starts to think about this. And finally... She looks at Tamlin. Tamlin looks at her. It's almost like they agree that this is correct. Mm-hmm. She puts the dagger into Tamlin. And she, as she's doing it, she says, I love you and stuff. And, and like, she stabs
1: him. And that's how the fucking him. chapter ends. I was like, oh my God. And immediately turned the fucking page. Stacks. I was like, uh-uh, we can't. Bro, no, we can't end like, we, it like we, this. No, 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 no. I need to know. Right, I need to so know. We go. Oh, yeah. We- <laughs> We go right into chapter fucking forty four. <laughs> chapter forty four. And Tamlin, yep. um, she says when she pulls the knife out, she realizes that it's bent on the end. So it is true. He does have a heart of stone. He's not dead. Thank God. And Tamlin is healing, but he's healing slowly. And annotation is looking at this, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh fuck no." No. So then this bitch goes back
0: on her word. She does. Like, she's like, cause everybody starts chanting. Everybody's like, she won. We're free. And this bitch had the audacity.
1: She was like, no, well, I didn't I didn't say when I was gonna release them and excuse me? Excuse me? She was, I, she was yo, beat, Oh my god, she was so salty that she fucking sore lost. Sore loser. Sore loser. She so was like, so fucking salty.
0: When I read that, I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, we went through all this shit, and you are gonna go back on your word because you gotta sit there and say, Well, I didn't say when I was gonna free you
1: guys. She's a petty bitch. Are you kidding She's me? She's a petty bitch. I knew, I knew there was gonna be something. I knew it was gonna be that easy. But I, I was so just like damn, when I
0: read
1: that. Damn. And then she starts fucking torturing Fayra. She's like, you don't love him. Say you've never loved him. Like, admit it. And Pharaoh's like, no, this is the only thing that I have left as a part of me, knowing that my love for him, mm. everything that I did was because of my love for him. So, um, em, um, um, um. Amarantha. Amarantha. Okay. Annotation is pretty much like, <laughs> she's sitting there and she's breaking her bones and contorting Feyre her body. little by little, yo, she's
0: like, She's like basically flipping her around, pushing her up and down, just slamming her into walls, and floors, on the ground and shit. And Feyre is exactly. like
1: bleeding, ribs are cracking. Like she's 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 starting to die. And oh my God, Listen, at this point, Reese! Reese! Daddy Reese! Like daddy Reese! like,
0: yes!
1: Was like, I can't just stand by and let this happen. So he's trying to fight back too. And old girl's like, oh, you know what? Nah. And starts to fuck him up, too. But every time she, like, pushes him away with her power, he gets up again and still is continuing to try to fight for her. And he's calling my her name, was, like, Farah, Farah.
0: My man's was on point. Reese was like, ha, nah. No. Reese was
1: like, oh, hell we no. We on the
0: same
1: level. We gonna keep right, going. Right, right. Meanwhile, Tamlin's ass is on the ground like, don't do this. Oh, my
0: god. Look, and, <laughs> I like, Tamlin. Get up!
1: I'll be weak in the knees.
0: Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Tamlin at one point is like, "I'm so sorry. I apologize for what I said about your sister." Blah blah blah. Whatever. Because at this point, Amarantha's killing Feyre.
1: She's killing her. She is. It's, yeah. it's a guarantee. Yeah. And Reese gets fucked up pretty bad too. Yeah. Like at one point, I think Reese like hits his head and he's oh, out no. for a
0: minute. Amarantha hits his head. So like when she pushes him, he basically she pushed him all the way against the floor. But at this point. And Marantha keeps saying, "Say you don't love him. Say you can't love him. Say you don't love Tamlin. Say this. Say that." She keeps, she keeps saying love. And ultimately, Feyre starts to think about the riddle, and she starts to really think about what was in the riddle. Literally, on her dying breath, she says, "Love, love." The answer to the riddle is love. And bitch, she at that exact moment when she says it, her spine cracked, and that was it. That was fucking yeah. it.
1: Yo, so then, and I was just like, "Bruh, it's just a little too late." <laughs> <laughs> that pissed me
0: off. That made me so mad. Did we move. So that was the end of chapter forty-four. We move on to chapter forty-five, and at this point, Faye is dead. She's dead, but yes, but she's dead. But she's looking at everything through somebody else's eyes.
1: Right, so her consciousness is, like, uploaded into somebody else's head or body or whatever. So she's watching the aftermath play out of everything that's going on. And then we figure out it's through Reese's eyes.
0: Correct. But at this point, she doesn't realize that. And so she's, like, looking at everything and watching as, like, her body is, like, contorted in, like, the wrong angles.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: she sees a flash of red it's lucian like lucian is crying for his friend he's like so upset he lost another friend and stuff and then lucian's fox mask falls and immediately faye was like oh the curse has been broken like tamlin took this point in time to be like bet bitch amarantha i'm on it Yo, he pinned her ass up against the wall Yo, and decapitated the shit out back. of her
1: Y- oh, my okay. God. So, it
0: says that there was, like, a blinding golden light. And, like, Amarantha immediately looks over. And she's like, please? And then, and then Tamlin's like, fuck, no. So, like, he, he immediately turns into the beast. And then, basically, Tamlin was, he stuck a, um an arrow or something in her forehead. So that, no, Oof. he stuck, he stuck it in her forehead. So, he stuck some type of arrow or something in her forehead to keep her up against the wall and then he ripped out her throat with his teeth i was
1: like jesus damn like god damn Damn." tell me how you really feel
0: facts at this point in time after that happens tamlin you know goes back to pharah well to favor body he you know is is by her and he's upset because she's dead and everything's happening and all of the high lords decide they're going to bestow a gift Onto Feyre, so it's like a, yeah. a little a little glowing ball.
1: Yeah, and they bestow that light onto her onto body. Her. Yeah,
0: and the very last one. Well, not not the very last one. Reese walks over and he um, basically says, "For what she gave, we'll bestow what our predecessors have granted to few before." And then he right. says, "This makes us even." Tamlin is the last one to provide her. With the glowing ball of light, and then he says, "I love you," and he lays a kiss on her, and you know things like that. So, chapter forty-six, she basically pulled Abella. She woke up, and she was like, "Shit!"
1: She woke up, and she's like, "What is this? Why are my senses Facts. like, My arms feel weird. Why are my fingers so long?" Then he's <laughs> like, "Hey, um, so we had to turn you into a high fae. Um, don't don't freak out. Don't freak out. This is the only way." That we could save you. Mm -hmm. And she's just like,
0: okay. Uh, She's like, oh, all right. Because if you think about it, she started this book hating fairies. Right. And by the end of this book, she's been turned into a high fae.
1: Plot twist. (laughs) Or change of heart or what have you.
0: Now, so basically, chapter 46 is just the aftermath of everything. So now Thera is a high fae. She's trying to get used to her new body because it's completely different.
1: But she's also dealing with the trauma right, from, exactly. um, from the, what she had to do in order to get here. Even though antagonist is dead, like, it's still like...
0: Amarantha's body is hanging under Claire's body.
1: Yeah, girl, oh, yep. oh. I was like, first of all, why ain't nobody take Claire down?
0: Right, why didn't you are just gonna even... leave that bitch exactly. on the wall? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so basically that's... That's that. Some people were like, oh my God, a lot of the high fae, a lot of the high lords, they dipped. So she says that all this is happening. Tamlin, you know, walks over to her and he wants to look after her. He So he takes her to like one of the rooms. They decide that this is the appropriate time to have sex.
1: I- <laughs> Listen, it's been three plus months. They've been through hell. They thought they were gonna die. Yeah, this is the appropriate time. This, I approve, no, go ahead. I- like, oh. <laughs> go ahead. But the thing is, that wasn't the most interesting thing that happened. She wakes up from like oh, there, I was getting after there. love making. I nap. was getting there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was getting there. I wanted to say it because I, I was so excited. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. She's like, it feels like I'm being summoned. So she follows like whatever that force is to the rooftop. Oh, and who's up there? My <gasps> babies! Reese! My babies. Daddy Reese! <laughs> she said that he has a little bit more colour to him now. Um, because his magic has been restored. I was like, okay, okay. And they have like a nice little, um, a nice little, uh, what do you call it? Not a nightcap, but like a final moment before he leaves to go back to the night court.
0: Wait, because, wait, wait, because before that though, she asks him like, why did he, out of all the people, why did he stand up to Amarantha when Amarantha was like, killing, killing her?
1: He's like, I stood up to Antagonist, because I did not want you to feel like you were fighting alone. And if you died, you were not going to die alone. And I was like, oh. My mans. Oh my
0: God. (laughs) Um, And of course, of course, Reese reminds her, like, I still get a week out of every month with you.
1: Right. He's like, so I'll be seeing you around, Shotty. Yeah, baby. Oh, i was okay. like okay okay okay, okay, okay. um but before he leaves he starts to like fade into the shadow or whatever like he does and then he immediately he, like, pops yeah. back up like he's like oh shit he stares fayra down like he is shocked and then he actually stumbles backwards
0: stumbles
1: and i was like okay so whoa what the fuck when was i that? first started talking
0: <laughs> Right when I first started talking to Morgan about this, I was like, "Morgan, we got to talk about this on the podcast." I was like, "Because my baby don't don't stumble. He doesn't. I was like, "He's a fucking he walks smooth with, operator." Bro. Exactly. I was like, "He walks with elegance and grace." You gonna tell me this man who walks with elegance and grace stumbles?
1: No, nah. So no. that that sparked no, no, no. my question of earlier: What did he see? Right. What did he right. see? So I'm thinking that some of his powers might be, like, it might include, like, seeing into the future, maybe. And maybe he saw something that Mm -hmm. included her in the future. Or maybe he heard uh, Pasty's voice in his head. Like, she wasn't actually dead.
0: Oh, my God, I hope not. I hope the bitch is dead. I hope she's dead. Or
1: maybe the King of Hybron is like, I know what you did, and I'm coming for your ass. And I was like, oh, so there's a whole bunch of stuff to like play with there. And she goes to ask him, like, what did you see? And he straight up disappears.
0: He He did. He he was like, like, nah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: What? (laughs) I'm going to need, we're going to need to discuss this. What do you, okay. What do you think? We need to go back. What do you think happened in that very moment?
0: I think, I think he realized something, but I, I don't know what it is. I think he confirmed Mm -hmm. something. But, like, I don't know exactly what that confirmation was. Because it had to have been something startling that he didn't think about in order for him to stop. Right. Him. I don't think Amarantha's coming back. I think that bitch is long okay. dead gone. I think Tamlin did his job. Okay. All right.
1: So, we'll so, definitely... Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to talk about it in book two. So, I'm excited to get on that.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Um. Basically, we get to Tamlin and Feyre and they decide... It's you know, it's time to leave the mountain. I hate to say it, but it's almost like they ride off into the sunset and they like make it back it to the It is, manor. And the last one is like,
1: let's go home.
0: Right. They make it back to the banor, manor and then she sees Alice and her boys and she's so excited to see them. And then Lucian is like, Yeah, yo, bitches, dinner is done. Like not A. Like, as yo, if bitches. nothing happened. <laughs> as if nothing happened. I was just like, no, it's too it's no. too much of a pretty we, little bow we, for me. I'm like, we are not about to speed past the fact that this bitch has trauma. Thank you. Yes. From being under yes. the mountain.
1: Nah. There is trauma. Mm-mm. There's that whole thing that happened with Reese. Upon There's trauma. A, like the whole like thing with the King of Hybrid now, like what's going to happen? Like I thought it was going to end on more of a cliffhanger. So I was a little disappointed that that was it. Not going to lie about that.
0: I think the reason for that though was because maybe Sarah J Maas didn't, didn't initially anticipate this book being a series she probably anticipated just re- uh, writing the one book and like seeing and how that was it go. but i'm sure okay yeah i'm sure it got super popular and then they were like okay well we need more you know what i mean and so then she wrote the second you know the second book and so on and so forth but i think this one book i think it was an idea that she wrote and she just figured that um that was it the one and yeah. only book and again the fandom is huge it's it's big. People love these books. They love these characters. So I'm sure this just gained a lot of popularity. And her publisher was probably like, all right, well, we kind of need a second one. And
1: her publisher was like, another one. Another one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> her publishers DJ Callen, <laughs> Dead ass. Um, so Dumb. yay, we finished A Court of Thorn and Roses. And your final thoughts. What would you rate the book? <laughs> a 20 out of 10. Bro, 20 no, out, out 10 of 5 stars. I-, I, I don't fucking care. Okay. So it's a it's a 20 out of 10 for you. Uh
0: <laughs> It is up there. Listen. Everybody knows that I fucking love From Blood and Ash. That is my book. Those are my bitches. That is my Thruple. But this this is up there with that. This is I they are sharing. Mm. They are sharing. Granted, I will marry my my thruple from you know, I will marry Cast and Kieran and, and Poppy. But but this this book right here, it's
1: yes, a vibe.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it had everything. It
1: had everything I wanted. Ugh already. Yes. <laughs> um so what about you? My ratings are, I wouldn't say they're critical, but it's not no, critical. It's, it's not critical, okay. it's not bad. It's not a bad rating. So, I rated it a 4 out of 5. That's not bad. The only reason why I think I didn't give it out a 5 out of 5 is because I do think that um the ending where everything was like pushed in together and it was just like boom 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 like the ball was rolling, I think that we probably could have gotten there a little bit faster.
0: A lot of people think that way though. I've I've read I've read reviews and I've heard reviews where a lot of people felt like the last few chapters could have been half of the book. Exactly. Like, yeah. you would have had more detail, you would have had more stuff, and maybe even a little more background. Because like you said, I, I agree with you. The first half of that book, it was not slow getting to, to where it needed to get to. I feel like it was an it, it was kind of an entirely different story.
1: Mm. Do you feel that way? It had a different... The first half of the... It had a different vibe. vibe. It had a different vibe. Because yes. we didn't know anything about the curse and what no. was going on and, you know, who was actually the real villain and stuff like that.
0: Seriously. So, like, the first half of the book, I I got... Th- this is why I kept making the jokes about Beauty and the Beast and things because the first half of the book, I very much felt like I was reading Beauty and the mm-hmm. Beast. And we all know in Beauty and the Beast, the villain really, I mean, is guest on, but, like... <laughs> The other kind of villain is the person who turned the beast into a beast. And that was the sorceress. Mm-hmm. But you never get to see the sorceress. You never get to talk to the sorceress. You know what I mean? Like, she's there. She, her presence is there. But her as an individual isn't there. Right. And so, like, that's why I felt like the first half of the book was kind of an entirely different story. When we got to Amarantha and we got to the mountain. That was when shit started hitting the fan and everything became interesting. Exactly.
1: Or more interesting. Cause in the beginning it's like yes. you, they're raising all of these questions and I'm thoroughly like I was thoroughly engaged in it. But at the end, it just felt like, you know, like you said, shit was literally hitting the fan. So I felt it like that like could a have been snowball reached. Effect. Yeah, it could have been reached a little bit faster. Um Agreed. I also think that <laughs> The story was really good, um, even though I couldn't pronounce anybody's name for shit. And stop laughing. <laughs> no, I laugh because it's the same thing for me. I, this podcast, we can't pronounce people's names. But damn, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Oh, my God. Um. So, yeah, the story was really good. I couldn't pronounce anybody's name for shit, but that's on me. That's not on the author. But, yeah, I'm, other than that, those are my only, like, problems with the book that I just thought that that end could have been reached a little bit faster and then the the not so much cliffhanger at the end of the book. Other than that, I loved it. I thought the tip for tat was great. I thought the character development was really good, especially for Lucian. Oh, I love Lucian. For Lucian, for Feyre, I would say that's pretty, that's some pretty good uh, character development because she Mm -hmm. started off in the beginning, like, you know, very hard, very coarse, very like, closed off and shit like that and then she was able to like allow herself to open up um but yeah I thought that she was a she was actually she's not my favorite protagonist but I didn't hate her as much as I hated Alina oh my god yo Alina Alina. Starko yeah um she was actually she wasn't a bad protagonist like I I enjoyed her Even though that you know sometimes she got on my fucking nerves.
0: So Alina and Addie LaRue
1: are like Oh, they're the fucking worst. Oh my god, they're the worst. Don't even bring them up. But yeah, that's why I would give it a four out of five. And I'm really excited to see how the story moves forward in our next book, A Court of Thorn. Or not Court of Thorn. A Court of Mist and Fury.
0: I'm so excited, y'all. I'm so excited. I'm I'm excited to unpack the trauma. I'm excited to see what the night court is like. Yes, I'm
1: definitely. excited
0: to see the characters in the night court. Mm-hmm. To see how Feyre is going to balance being at the night court for a week and then being at the spring right, court. Right, and how
1: fucking jealous Tamlin is going to get because we already know. Ooh, I'm so we excited. I'm so excited. Yeah.
0: I'm so excited. So I can't what? wait. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Can't fucking wait. So,
1: on our next podcast, we will get into A Court of Mist and Fury, and we'll be doing nice. the first eight chapters. So, chapter one through eight of yes. A Court of Mist and Fury. Yeah.
0: I might just fuck around and read more chapters. Oh, my I'm ready. God. I'm ready. Honestly,
1: please be prepared for that, because if me and Ashley do read more, I'm
0: fucking ready, yo. Should we just say one through fucking ten ready. just to be safe?
1: <laughs> You know what, fuck it. We're gonna do one through ten of one through ten. We're gonna do one through ten of A Court of Mist and Fury, because your girl might just overread. I might just go right past that that stop.
0: Exactly, because if it's about Reese, if I get a chapter where we got a cliffhanger about Reese, I'm reading the next chapter. Yeah, that is true. I'm reading the next chapter. That is true.
1: That is true. And if, if we do end up like reading a little bit more, I will make sure that we post it on Instagram so that you guys are prepared. For the next podcast, okay? Yes. And speaking of which, yes. make sure you follow us on social media, YA at Heart mm-hmm. Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok, and then YA underscore at Heart on Twitter. And as always, oh, thank you so much for joining us on this book journey. We so hope that you liked it and appreciated it as much as we did.
0: Yes. And as we always say, we love you guys. Thank you guys for joining us. And always stay YA at heart. Bye. Bye.